Friday. A three-day weekend. Three-day weekend. Labor Day weekend is here. Labor Day weekend. Uh, There's bound to be traffic, you know, because it's Labor Day weekend and everything. Labor Day. It's Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. Grilling. I'm just waiting for a hot dog. Summer is officially over. We're going to take a little family vacation of our own. Happy Labor Day. It's showtime. Everything's running smoothly. Morning hoes, Fridays on this program, you know, always styled by the homies over at Charlie Hustle, KCMS20 for 20% off in-store and slash or online. Here we are, just about pumpkin spice and hoodie season. Stones throw away. Get ready. CharlieHustle.com or in-store, KCMS20. On the show today, part two with my guy, Stanford Joe. He's over at BetSided and FanSided.com. Sports betting is now legal in Kansas. I got all the apps. I got all the credits. Let's see how your boy did. Can I hit the retire button now? Well, we'll find out. I'm still doing the show, so that might be a spoiler for you right there. And after that, we meet Ray Reed. Ray ran for Congress in Missouri 2nd Congressional District. He's also 25 years old. Get used to hearing that name, and we're going to introduce you to him in just a matter of moments right here. Yes, right here. On your KC Morning Show, rate, review, subscribe. Guess what, y'all? We on the ballot. That's right. Your KC Morning Show. Once again, on the ballot for the best God podcast in Kansas City. There's a lot of top tens and best ofs in this town. It all started because of this one. The Pitch is one of the best publications we've got in this town. This one, I'm not going to lie, it means a little bit to me. So let's bring it home. It means a lot to us, KC. We got to update that bio. Three time best local. Podcasts. I mean, that's Kobe status right there, y'all. ThePitchKC.com. My name is Hartzell. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan always because of you, Kansas City. Happy weekend. Less weekend. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper. Go get it. The KC Morning Show. Stanford Joe, part of BetSided and FanSided.com. My brother, we did that damn thing. Sports betting is legal in the free state. And I took all your advice. I've got my reviews. Made a couple bucks. I had a brew and a bet all over at lunch. Not a bad way to do things. Not bad at all. And things are only bound to get better as we work out the kinks and move forward. I'm feeling a little bit groggy this morning from all the celebrations of the last couple days. We've got college football coming up this weekend. NFL is less than a week away now from kicking off. It's a beautiful time. I can't wait to keep making this money and go from there, man. It's, it's a great day. And I'm glad to hear that you came up a little bit. I didn't want to give you all losers. I was a little scared. Yo, thank you. Thank you, Stanford Joe, for helping us secure the bag. Let me break down some of these things. Okay, so grab DraftKings. I got Barstool, FanDuel, and BetMGM. Okay, some quick reviews. Let's hear it. Barstool can get bent. Not a huge deal. Agreed. DraftKings 
not terrible, but I wish their interface was a little bit cooler. It seems to be like a little bit overwhelming with all the things you can do right from Jump Street. And also it was the hardest one to find the promos for and I was trying to get the free bets. Mm -hmm. Then I came down to FanDuel and BetMGM. FanDuel seemed to be the hardest for me to get any of my free bets in on. But see, my location services weren't really working great when I was on that app, and it had some of the best Chiefs deals, so I'm willing to give that one a pass. Bet MGM, though, Stanford Show. That bad boy, I'm a fan. Number one, I like the colors. I'm a big black and gold kind of guy, M-I-Z. They got Jamie Foxx as a spokesperson, so that's another big win. But also, that one, Bet MGM, it seemed to have the most free Like, I think that's the one I'm playing with the most house money. Well, if the problem is that you had trouble finding the free promotions, allow me to be of service. If you check out my articles on BetSided under Joe Summers or go to my Twitter at I am Joe Summers, I've got links with promo codes specifically for FanDuel. You just follow the link in the articles or on my Twitter. It'll direct you right to it. You register. Boom. Really easy. So BetMGM might be a little bit easier on the interface, but if you just follow the links, you'll be able to get that free money with FanDuel as well. So I've got to get a little plug in there. Too. And it was an excellent article and I read it and you know what? Here's the thing. I also got to remember I was checking out some of these deals on the Missouri side of things and they take that geolocator very seriously. And they will kick <laughs> yeah. your ass out. Yeah, you got to have one foot over state line and the other off and then switch back and forth a little hopscotch or something. I know yesterday, last night I texted you. I, I said to pick the Texas Rangers as underdogs. I thought they won and checked my phone and they blew a five run lead late in the game, which is a nice lesson too and never spend your money before you have it. Yeah, before we move on to some stuff, because you're going to give us some suggestions for the weekend, I thought we would also, as we recap day one of sports betting, let's take a look Mm -hmm. at some of the bets that you had me place yesterday. Yeah, so we had the Cleveland Guardians to beat the Baltimore Orioles. I've got a soft spot for the Guardians. They got shut out for the second day in a row, let us down. Rangers is big underdogs, blew a five-run lead. But we went 2-0 on college football. We took Central Michigan in plus 21 to cover the spread. They scored a touchdown with just three minutes left yes, to did. give us that beautiful cover. And then West Virginia plus seven and a half. I texted you last minute. I was watching the pregame between them and Pittsburgh and the Pittsburgh coach just said in pregame he had no idea what an air raid offense is <laughs> which feels like the kind of thing that you should know as a college football head coach. So I texted you fire up West Virginia. They wound up covering seven and a half. They lose by seven but that gives us the cover so we're undefeated in college football. Got some work to do in baseball, but yeah, I'll, I'll take a 2-2 day when it should have been 3-1 if the Rangers' bullpen wasn't saving points on us. And here's the thing for me in that Rangers game, right when you sent me that text, I was about to go and put some on that game. I don't even think I missed out on it. Joe, I think I hit the wrong button, to be honest with you. So I didn't end up <laughs> making that bet, which actually ended up saving me. So what I did was, on all your suggested picks, I had in a couple of my books, I just did them straight up. Let's do those. There they are. And then in one of the books, I think this was maybe my DraftKings book, I put all of those options that you had as a parlay so that they all had to pay out, but it would have paid me like 300, 400 bucks or something like that. So I missed out because of that baseball game that we lost. Cleveland Guardians. Because of that Guardians game, I missed out on the parlay, but on the straight ups, we still did okay. 
You can't go broke making money, man. As long as you're coming up. Cute. And I bet you still have all these free bets as well. And if you're using BetMGM, if you get the FanDuel underway, you've got a ton of free bets that you're sitting in for the next few days, college football and NFL kicking off too. And hopefully I can start getting some wins in baseball as well. I know I've got over 100 bucks left and that's just free money across the board. Beautiful. So what are we doing this weekend, Joe? What you got for yeah. Stanford, Joe? Yeah, so this weekend got a couple of college football bets that I'm all over. The first one is... Louisville to cover four points so they have to win by more than four against Syracuse. You may be familiar with last incredible dual threat quarterback out of Louisville, Lamar Jackson. Well, they've got another amazing dual threat quarterback named Malik Cunningham. Over the last two seasons, Louisville and Syracuse have played each other both the last two years. Louisville won by a combined score of 71-3. to Cunningham threw for four touchdowns and ran for another last year against Syracuse. He dominates the Orange. And after two years in a row, absolute blowouts, them covering four points should be a piece of cake, especially in his senior season. So Malik Cunningham, keep him in mind. Second, the marquee matchup of the week, Ohio State against Notre Dame. I love Ohio State to cover a 17-point spread, so they have to win by at least 17 points. Ohio State's got the number one offense in the country, and they just brought over a new defensive coordinator to basically fix all their problems from last year. It's hard to win when your defense is horrible, but Jim Knowles just coached one of the best defenses in the country, Oklahoma State. So I think they're going to be a complete team. Definitely one of the contenders for a national championship. So Ohio State minus 17 in addition to Louisville minus 4. But then the last one that I want to give you, we're going to go back to baseball, try it again, and instead of picking the Rangers, I'm just going to fade both the Texas Rangers and the Boston Red Sox and go with the over nine and a half total runs in that game tonight. So they have to get at least 10 runs total. Both bullpens are terrible and Dallas Keuchel starts the game as a pitcher and is someone that every single time I see his name, I just automatically pick the other team or pick <laughs> the over. He gives up runs like it's his job. It's like he's doing some kind of charity run event. He's just seen all the runs. So fade Dallas Keuchel take the over and the Rangers Red Sox tonight and then when their bullpen blows it, we don't have to be upset about it. So Louisville, Ohio State and the over in the Rangers game this evening on Friday. Get your bets in now, courtesy of Stanford Joe with BetSided and Fansided.com. Joe, we're going to have you on weekly, brother, because this was great and my bank account could use an influx of cash. Can't wait for our first state dinner, courtesy of FanDuel, BetMGM, or whoever you got the most money in the account with. The house money steak. <laughs> Absolutely. Joe, plug what you're working on on the website. Yeah, so uh, a lot of exciting stuff over at BetSided. You can find all my work there. We've got a ton of college football content, ton of NFL content coming up, and there's promo links as well on those articles for all the free registration and free bets that you get. Check out the MLB picks, and then you can also go to my Twitter at I am Joe Summers, like the season, for plural, and I'll have all my work on there as well that you can track. Joe Summers, I love you, man. Thank you for setting up my retirement plan. We're good to go. I love you too, man. Thanks for bringing me into your star's orbit. Let's get after it this weekend. Let's make some money. Mouth is made of metal, metal, metal. Pocket full of yellow, yellow. Pocket full of gold and I hope you find, I hope you find your tree. Yeah.
on your KC Morning Show, Ray Reed. Ray ran for the Missouri 2nd Congressional District in the primaries. He wasn't successful this time. His first go at this thing ran against Trish Gumby. And I don't usually lead off interviews by asking how old somebody is, but in this case, I think it's very important. Ray, how old are you? Hey, man, I'm 25 years old. I ask you that question because your reach is so much larger than folks 10 times your age, my friend. So be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. Ray Reed, we're going to change the world, brother. Welcome to your KC Morning Show. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Great to be here. You got close to like 40,000 followers on Twitter. Growing this platform, you got national attention. Tell me about why at 2425, you said, hey, I want to run for office and not just state, not just local. I'm going to the big time. I want to run for Congress. Who does it at 2425, man? 
Yeah, you know, you don't really run for Congress at 25 because it's the next logical career move. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you kind of do it because you see an issue wrong with your community that you feel like no one else is addressing. And if no one's addressing it, then anyone could step up. And, you know, after the 2020 election, I set a bonfire that night with a bunch of friends. And we kind of just decided, you know, the issues that we care about were handled at the federal level. So it stood between me and working on all the issues we care about, like reproductive rights, union rights, uh, bringing down the cost of college tuition, forgiving federal student loans. It's all handled at the federal level. So we decided, why not us? Let's run for Congress. And that's what we did. (laughs) Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your your background. Where are you from? What side of the state? How'd you get to, to where you are then to, I guess, here you are now? Yeah, you know, I'm a skinny 25-year-old black kid from the suburbs of St. Louis. I grew up in Brentwood, went to college at the University of Central Missouri in Warrensburg. Always been, you know, the number one fan of St. Louis and a really big fan of Missouri. I think it's the best place in the world. I've always been committed to fighting for Missouri as it should be. You know, Republicans have done a lot of bad things in this state, but I still believe in Missouri. I still believe it's worth fighting for. And I'll be around for a long time to make sure we can make some progress around here. Yeah. And you better not be going nowhere either. You better stay put, too. (laughs) Were you that kid who ran for student council prez? You know, you were moved by the moment. In your moment, it was post the 2020 election. But has this been something in the back of your mind for a while? I've always been really interested in American history, and, and and as I got older, a little bit more in the politics. President Barack Obama was first elected, and through his election, you know, that kind of let not just me, but young black kids everywhere know that not even the sky is our limit. We can achieve anything as long as we work hard towards it. In high school, I joined the debate team. In college, I studied political science. A 19-year-old kid in the governor's office, a 22-year-old kid in the state party and on McCaskill's 18 campaign. I said this to one of my friends the other day, like, man, my entire adult life has really been Missouri politics. <laughs> Curious, because you kind of are the the case study. I was in high school when Obama won. All the commentary was, you know, representation means so much. The future means so much now because this moment is happening. I got an Obama tattoo, you know. Your sixth grade moment was my eighth grade moment when I did a book report on the Great Society and LBJ. And it's, it's almost like you just can't unlearn what you have learned to quote Yoda. And now it kind of feels like, my man, you are... You're in this thing. Yeah, I'm definitely in this for the long term. I really believe that we're really at a defining moment. All the issues we face, it takes bold, progressive leadership. And it's not just me. Even even during the campaign, I saw my campaign as a microphone for Gen Z. And I still will use my influence and, and my name and my voice to bring up as many young leaders as I can uh, all across the board. What are those issues, my friend? Use that platform right now. What's Shin Z talking about? <laughs> so number one, number one has to be gun control. I come from the school shooter generation. I learned how to practice school shooter drills before I even learned how to read. It's a reality that so many kids across America now grow up with. I knew that because I was 25 years old and be the first African-American to represent the second district that we would have some national attention. And I also knew that my current congresswoman wasn't doing anything to address this important issue to me and so many folks in my generation, in my district. Name names, uh, right? Congresswoman Ann Wagner, you know, she she is just about as awful as you can be on gun control. She's in the pocket of the NRA. So with the whole age thing, you know, we knew that a lot of folks say, oh, he's too young. He wouldn't even know what to do if he got to Congress. So at the top of the summer, after that horrible school shooting in Uvalde, we gave folks an example of what I would be like in Congress. I went to D.C. I met with Senator Joni Ernst and met with Senator 
Lisa Murkowski, even Senator Mitch McConnell's team. And everything you hear about Mitch McConnell is true. Nothing moves Mitch McConnell, but we still met with this team, advocated for common sense gun control. And then that turned into, you know, the bipartisan framework, which turned into the bipartisan Savior Communities Act, which is now the bipartisan Savior Communities Law, which is Congress's first act on gun control in 30 years. So although we didn't get, you know, elected to Congress, we're still moving the needle. We still built relationships in Congress. I'm still in communication with a lot of those folks that met in Washington, and we're still doing everything we can to, you know, help folks. There's also student loan forgiveness, which I am so happy President Biden got that done. It's not everything, but it is a great start. And it helps us build on the conversation of the root problem, which is the cost of college tuition altogether. Again, a first step. I am someone that believes we got to cancel all this stuff. And then we also got to tackle mm-hmm. how we pay for college, which I also believe should also be universal and free. But in the mm-hmm. interim, there are some things in the system that the president did address. Gen Z wants a winner. And these are wins. Mm-hmm. And we got to celebrate the wins, right? We all want a winner. And, you know, for a long time, Republicans have done a really good job at spinning our narrative for us. You know, President Obama gave us the blueprint for these midterms. And it's we got a story to tell. We just got to tell it. And while we tell our story, we also have to tell the story of the Republican Party. So these last two years, Joe Biden has been the most progressive president in modern American history. He's also been the most legislatively accessible president. He's gotten Savior Communities Act to law. He's got infrastructure done. He got the stimulus package done. Inflation Reduction Act done. Democrats are delivering right now. While we have been delivering, the Republican Party has been standing in opposition to all the progress that we want to make, that we have made these last years and all the progress we want to make over the next two years. I don't know who the Republican candidate is over there in Kansas City, but I can guarantee you their entire platform is I'm going to go to Congress to stop Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, AOC, Nancy Pelosi from doing X, Y, and Z. They don't actually have a plan to do anything. And we have to communicate, you know, all the progress we have made to folks, to voters, especially young voters, and also communicate that, you know, Republicans, they want to stop all this, all this that we've done. I'm curious what you think about about this question. When it comes to these House races, it's kind of a barometer as to the winds of public sentiment. How's everybody feeling? It's kind of our, our gauge to see where the citizenry's at on certain issues. The tried and true mantra of at least the Democratic Party forever, it seems, has been let's talk about those those kitchen table issues, right? And I think that mm-hmm. you know that's that's true to a certain extent, but I think the nature of politics is changing yes politics is local but we've learned now coming out of as we still are in the midst of a global pandemic that we're all kind of united in this thing politics is both local and national and I'm, i'm curious how did that play on the campaign trail like yo actual democracy is at stake the micro and the macro if that makes sense yeah and you know a lot of the folks who pay attention in primaries like throughout the entire primary they're glued to msnbc all day or cnn or they're really hooked in on political twitter so we we really paid attention to being in the national conversations so that's why I, we tried to get on to as many national outlets as we could because my opponent had you know already been elected to public office and had relationships with stakeholders throughout the district so we knew that you know the only way we could get attention was going through the national media because we didn't have the same relationships on the ground but you know we, we tried our hardest inspiring young people so you know even at the top of the 
at the top of the campaign, I started going to high schools and colleges, talking to kids about voter registration, voter education, and just getting as many young people involved in the political process who normally either wouldn't be involved or haven't been involved uh, in previous elections. But, you know, I think in the future, we'll continue to hammer the young people by getting as many kids as possible but also do a better job at reaching out to those older generations and getting them to the doors for us as well. Are you still encouraged? I saw your tweets in support for Trish Gunby, who is now taking on Ann Wagner. Primaries are for policy. General, let's go win this damn thing. Are you still fired up and ready to go? How are you going to be getting in the game for November 8th? I just had a phone call this morning with the guys, you know, kind of like apologizing, like, you know, my adult life hasn't belonged to me this much in a while. So these <laughs> last like couple weeks, I've been, you know, just taking a lot of time off to, you know, relax, uh, not do too much, eat a lot of nice dinners with some friends. But we are still in the fight. We're working on some really cool projects. On election night, I called Trish. I, I told her, like, she has my full support. Whatever she needs, I'm there. Uh, but yeah, I'm 100% still in the fight for Missouri Democrats. Even doing you know a few calls with the state party to kind of fundraise a few dollars help the state party but, man i'll say it sorry I, this is your first time on the show we uh we, we we sometimes get yelled at on this show can you help this state party man yeah so you know, i work for the state party so you know in 20 in the, 2018 See, cycle, 20, <laughs> in the 18 and 20 cycle you know i worked for the state party and i did a lot of the committee reorganization and i know a lot of folks in pretty much every corner of the state I'm also, you know, reaching out to them to see, like, how can I help you, whether it's like fundraising or coming to talk to folks or just organizing some young kids in your district. You know, there's colleges up in Kirksville, there's colleges, you know, down in the southern part of the state. Anything that I can do to help county committees, legislative committees, senatorial committees, even judicial committees. We're reaching out to Democrats all over the state to be uh, as useful as I can be to the party. We're not going to just sit around and, you know, wait for someone else to fix the problems, even if it's just campaign. You know, she's standing up just as uh, a mom in the district ready to fight for kids throughout the second district. I'm somebody who gets paid to read a room. And if you're reading the room right now, Democrats got some momentum. And as we are headed to the midterms, have you got a chance to talk to Trudy Bush Valentine? I know we've got a lot of big questions on the ballot on the Missouri side and even on the Kansas side, our friends in Kansas. We got to reelect Governor Laura Kelly and Sharice Davids. But on the Missouri side, Ray, anybody, any issue that you are stumping for as we head towards November? Yeah, you know, I, I've spoken to Trudy a few times. Uh, I think she's great. I think she has the heart the courage and the compassion it takes and that we frankly expect from a United States senator as opposed to her opponent, Eric Schmidt, who has shown that he will abuse his office for political expediency. I think that's pretty evident in the way he attacked our school. You know, I don't care what you think about Missouri. At the end of the day, no matter whether it's urban, suburban, rural Missouri, folks care about their kids in schools. Mm -hmm. And Eric Schmidt suing school districts just for the political headlines isn't becoming a United States senator. The way he discouraged local leaders from enacting life-saving measures during the worst pandemic in 100 years, it's clear that he doesn't have the best interest of Missourians. But Trudy Bush Valentine, she's a nurse, she's a mom. She cares about seriously tackling the opioid pandemic. It's personal to her. She's someone who I would be proud to have as my United States senator. What's next for you, brother? What you going to be doing? I'm working on a couple different things, mainly a podcast to look for in early 2023. 
Uh, we're working on something that for me is really fulfilling and something that is just a really good nighttime listen. Really not even nighttime listen, anytime listen. It's something that I imagine, you know, folks on the drive home uh, after work or late in the evening, putting it on on that drive and, you know, not really having to think too hard. And it's just a good political and current events conversation that everyone can relate to. We're still working out a lot of the details, but I'm really excited about this. Ray, I'm not, I'm not campaigning for a job right now but i'm just gonna say this i had a show called heart soul after dark for seven years it was nothing but mindless content and i clapped back a lot on that show so ray if you want to scheme together that's all i'm saying maybe you know your folks can talk to my folks and we can put a podcast together i'm just saying i hear you i hear you ray where can folks find you where can we reach out we want to support you because i'm hearing this opportunity that you're about to have and your voice is going to get even louder and i'm so excited to see the places you're going to go and you're going to take us with you. If I had to guess, I think your main issue is guns and gun reform, but I don't want to speak for you. What's your thesis if you got one so far in your young political, but still growing political career? Yeah, you know, it's all about gun control. Okay. Um, I still I still think about those kids in Uvalde every single day, and I probably will every day for the rest of my life. You know, we have to address this issue i understand the anxiety that even kids in the second district and all throughout the country feel when they have an unexpected school lockdown like there's a serious rush of anxiety you know after that you've all shooting that entire week i met with just kids like i, don't, I canceled all the public events and we only did meetings with young kids and time after time I heard kids saying that they were scared to even go to the bathroom because they were afraid someone would walk through those doors and shoot up their school. This is a serious issue that we need to address now. We can't push this off till later. So I'm all about gun control. I'm all about, you know, we have to get a Green New Deal done. We have to get even more with student loans. We got to get some health care done. We got to protect the union rights. I come from a union family. And people can find me at Ray Reed MO across all the social media. I don't have to ask folks to donate to anything anymore. So yeah, I just <laughs> feel like you got to hit the follow button. You were getting ready to plug a website and ask for a donation and you had to tell yourself not to. All habits die hard, brother. Your voice carries and it's only getting stronger. We need that. I believe that we will win and I think that you're going to help us get there, my friend. You got to come back on the show? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And Time. Ray Reed, let's go change the world. We'll do. Boys in the water. When the night comes down, I can't figure it out. Back to going over. Don't know why you want it. Thought that we fade out. Sometimes only down.